You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Well, it's wonderful to declare the Word of God. Allow the Word of God to dominate your heart. So when the Word of God dominates our heart, by its very nature, it will start to change us. The way that we act, the way that we do things, even the way that you talk. Amen. As a Christian... In Him we live. In Him we move. In Him we have our being. That is our dominion. Remember, God has given us power. He said, wait in Jerusalem until you've received power. That power that He has given us is not ineffective. It's power that comes with authority from heaven. God's power and His majesty are enough to support His authority. Family, what God has deposited on the inside of you, the good future that He has planned for you, it doesn't matter what's coming against you. When God is with you, you can face whatever is coming against you. A matter of fact, when God is with you, who can be against you? The thing that's happened in this season that I've seen Christians that had a lot of boldness and confidence in the Spirit, that knew who they were in Christ, what God had called them to do, something has been stealing, taking away their confidence. They feel timid. They feel shy. Where there was a time where they had confidence in the Lord. There are some that right now are feeling a bit distant from God. You used to feel close to God. Now it feels like God is a far off family. You're wrestling with challenges. You're wrestling with disappointments that are all around you. This is the trap of the enemy. The pain, the suffering, the disappointment, the things that you are feeling and experiencing, this is what the enemy is using for you to start to question your sonship, the legitimacy of your sonship, you being a son and a daughter of the Most High God. This is what the enemy has been doing. But I want to assure you, God's authority, God's majesty, God's power, God working in you and through you will accomplish that which God has predestined for you from the beginning. Remember, He knew you. The plans, the promises when you were unformed, when you were in your mother's womb, He had a plan for you already. So I want to encourage you, get ready for your situation, your circumstances, the problems, the challenges to break in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The road of destiny is not always level. You can compare it to climbing a mountain. The higher you get, the more tired you get, the steeper it gets, the more difficult it gets. But very interesting, the higher you get to the top, the stronger your faith gets. It is in those times when your faith is being built on the inside as you see God's faithfulness year after year, week after week, day after day. It's 
walking by faith that you start to see that that mess in this life of faith where we walking with God soon becomes a message. This life of faith, these tests very soon become a testimony. This life of faith that we live where we put our trust in God, the difficulties, the disappointments are turned into appointments. Failures are turned into success. So I want to encourage you, start to smile. Start to say, thank you, Jesus. It is time to overcome. It is time to move from where you are to where God wants you to be. Stop spending so much time worrying about where you are, what people have done, what people have said, how you are feeling, how people are treating you. When you focus on all those things, I mean, when you are focusing upon the past, you will never get to your destiny. God has planned an amazing destiny for you, a plan for you, a purpose for you. You are not an accident. There's a promise linked to you. You're a promise carrier. He says, I know the thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Many people that had great destinies, a purpose, started to live like common people, ordinary men and women. There's nothing ordinary about you. You have the creator of the universe, Jesus Christ living on the inside of you. Family, there's too many things happening around us that's become a distraction. Do not allow these things to dominate your heart. You have to allow the Word of God to prevail over your senses, the sense evidence around you, what you are feeling, what you are hearing, how people are treating you, what people are saying about you, what's going on in the world, what you're hearing on the news. All these things are affecting your destiny. It's time for us once again to focus our eyes on Jesus to fix our eyes on Jesus, to fix our eyes on the promise that God has given you. Are you ready to reset your faith? Are you ready to stir up faith on the inside? Are you ready to make sure that that boldness, that confidence that you had in Christ Jesus about your good future can be restored so that you can fulfill that good destiny, that good purpose that God has got for you? This life that we live, it's not about us. It's all about Jesus Christ. One thing that I want to remind you of, in this life where there's a lot of ups and downs, that there's a life year after. Romans 6 verse 22 teaches us that we have this reward. God has given us His holiness. He who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God. So you can experience His holiness. Why? Because the end of it is eternal life. Family, eternal life does not start the day that you die. It starts the day that you accept the Lord Jesus Christ. When you accept the Lord Jesus Christ, you have eternal life. Us here being on earth, 
is like going to the supermarket. It doesn't matter how much time you spend in the supermarket, how many times you walk down the aisles, how many things you collect and gather and put in your basket, how many things you pay for. At the end of the day, you have to leave the supermarket. This world is not our home. I want to encourage you in this time, be faithful. Be faithful towards the kingdom of God. Be faithful towards your church where you are involved in. Remember, it is not how long we live, but how well we live this life here on earth. As a Christian, death is not a full stop. It's a comma. Why? Because we have eternal life. And that eternal life starts when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me in your Bible to the book of Ecclesiastes 3, verse 14. I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it that men should fear him. That which is has already been, and what is to be has already been. And God requires an account of what is past. When you come back home to God, what account will you give of the life you lived? What account will you give of the good destiny that God had planned for you? What account are you going to give for all the places that you went to, the things that you've been busy with, on this life's journey where you've been, what you've done, Family, the Bible says we will give account. You have to be busy with what God has planned for you, that which he had predestined for you. Remember, in the parable of the talents, he gave each different talents, and he said, do business until I come back. Even in this time where there's a lockdown, you still have to be busy with what God has called you to do. Many of us, when we are surrounded by situations and circumstances, we should just walk through it. When you're going through a difficult time, listen to what I said, going through. Just get through it. When you are stuck in it, then there's a problem. But when you have an attitude and a mindset, I'm going through, it means there's a beginning, it means there's an end. When you are surrounded by poverty, don't clothe yourself with poverty. Don't start walking like a man that is poor. Walk like somebody that you know is blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. When we encounter discouragement, decide to encourage yourself in the Lord. Make a decision to fix your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. If you make a decision to fix your eyes on the things around you, it means your faith will be based on what you're seeing, and what you're hearing, and what you're feeling. And faith is not a feeling. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16. Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. 
For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Family, faith has an attitude. Apostle Paul is giving us the answer. He's saying don't focus upon the things that are around you, but focus on the things that you cannot see. Not the things that you can see, but the things that you cannot see. He's not saying ignore the things that's around you that you can see. He's saying just focus upon that which you cannot see. That is faith. Now, faith is the substance. What is that substance? It's Jesus Christ, the invincible God of power and might. He says, you as a Christian, focus on the invincible God of power and might, Jesus Christ. Saying when the winds of this world is blowing around you, don't focus on the winds blowing around you, but focus upon that wind, the Holy Spirit that comes from above, that fans the flame on the inside, the things that you cannot see. Focus upon those things. Let your mind rise to the things that are from above. Let your eyes be fixed on the things from above. Too many times as Christians, instead of walking by faith, we walk by sight, by what we see, what we hear, what we feel. And faith is not a feeling. When you're a Christian and your faith is based on what you feel, what you see, I mean the natural things around you, sensed evidence, it's then when the enemy can take advantage of you. And you start overthinking things, looking at the things around you, instead of looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. Family, listen to me. The greatest instrument that the enemy, I mean the devil, will use against you, he will question your sonship. In what you are facing right now and what you are going through right now, he will say, if you are really a Christian... If you are really a son of the Most High God, the Creator of heaven and earth, why are you in this situation? This is what He will do. Use your situation and your circumstances to question your sonship. Don't step into that trap. You are born from above. Jesus Christ was tempted, yet He was the Son of of God. Nobody was closer to the Father than Jesus Christ, yet he was tempted. It teaches us it doesn't matter how close you are to God, you can still be tempted. Jesus Christ himself, the Son of God, was beaten, had a thorny bush on his head, never had a home. You can just name them, had to die on the cross. Family, don't allow your situation or your circumstances to dictate or influence your faith. The enemy can question our sonship, and we often lose focus while we're looking outwardly at our wants, our burdens, our afflictions. Christians, I want to encourage you in this COVID time, don't let the lockdown make you question your sonship. What you are going through right now, the enemy uses instruments of offenses 
to influence our hearts. Remember, the thing that dominates your heart is the thing that will influence, have an impact on your behavior, on what you say, on what you do, what you believe. So when the Word of God dominates your heart, it's easy for you to be used as an instrument of forgiveness, instrument of hope, an instrument of salvation, instrument of joy. But when your heart is filled with offense, bitterness, unforgiveness, these are the fruits of sin, anger, bitterness, hatred, jealousy, and the like. Make a decision to allow the Word of God to dominate your heart. So we need faith in our hearts. Faith comes when the Word of God prevails over our senses, our thought process. So you're looking at the situation, the seen things. Paul says these seen things are here. Maybe it's sickness in your body right now. Maybe it's affliction. Maybe it's disappointment. Maybe it's a financial challenge, a marriage, whatever. These are the facts. The senses are there. Faith comes when the Word of God, the truth, starts prevailing over the facts. We're not ignoring the facts, but we're allowing the truth, what Jesus has declared over you, to prevail over all these things. When that faith is there, your eyes fixed on Jesus, you'll see that there's a force from heaven that will impact everything that you do. You'll find a new confidence and a boldness on the inside of you. Let's look at this situation with Lazarus. When Lazarus died, Jesus faced exactly this in John 11 verse 41. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. In this passage, we can clearly see the visible and the invisible, the seen and the unseen. We can see in verse 35 that Jesus wept, not because he did not have faith or yet lost hope. or He found himself in a position of despair. But he could feel what they were feeling. And Jesus wept. In whatever you are facing right now, whatever disappointment, loss that you've experienced in your life, Jesus can feel what you are feeling. The pain. But don't let that pain, that situation, start to overshadow every area of your life. Ask him to open your eyes to see the unseen. We see Jesus praying and saying, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. What was he saying? He was saying, thank you, Father, for this grace that I can see what the others are not seeing. By faith, he could see the other side. He could see the plan of God. He could see the purpose of God. Family, in whatever situation that you are facing, make a decision to choose Christ. Jesus made a decision to fix his eyes 
towards heaven. He made a decision to depend on God's opinion about the situation. In whatever you are facing, make sure that you have heaven's opinion. Remember, Job, although he faced absolute loss, sorrow, disappointment, he made a decision not to walk in self-pity. But he counted God faithful, said, God will see me through, God will restore. Remember the prophet Elisha, in being surrounded by the enemy, the Syrian armies. It didn't fall into self-pity, doubt and unbelief, but he counted God faithful, knowing that those that are for us are more than those that are against us, and that God will do it again and again and again and again. Made a decision not to walk in despair. He made a decision to trust God. Started to rejoice, thanking the Lord Jesus Christ for His faithfulness, for His protection in everything. All these great heroes of faith knew that the beauty of their journey was when there was something to test their faith on the way to eternity. It is Paul who says in Romans 5, We glory in tribulations. James that said, Count it all joy. These very things that they had to face is what made their lives beautiful. It is Daniel in the lion's den. The lion's den is what made Daniel's life beautiful. It was that blazing fiery furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that made their journey beautiful. It was the giant that David faced that made his journey beautiful. Overcoming difficulties in our lives makes our journey beautiful. Ask these soldiers of Christ and they will tell you that if there is no warfare, then there is no victory. If there is no cup, then there is no glory. If there is no disagreement, there cannot be agreement. If there's no lion's den, there can be no honor. If there's no fiery furnace, there's no promotion. No meditation, no revelation. What is the thing right now that's shaking your faith? What is that thing that is shaking your faith? That is questioning your sonship? The legitimacy for you as a child of God? That thing should be the very thing that draws you closer to God. Should be the very thing that allows you to focus on Jesus. To fix your eyes towards heaven and not towards the situation and the circumstances around you. David said in Psalm 27, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and He will strengthen you. Wait, I say, on the Lord. David said, I know my final destination is heaven, but I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He started to declare the word of God. By faith, he started to speak and act faith. And that's the very thing that releases the power of God. It is time for you to activate 
the power of God by starting to declare the promises that God has given you over your destiny. Start to declare the words of God that we've just read. I would have lost heart unless I'd believed that I'd see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Family, a matter of fact, here on earth, Jesus said, it's not heaven. The situation that we are facing, it's not heaven yet. But as an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have an assignment, a power of attorney from heaven to manifest heaven here on earth. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You have heaven on the inside of your heart. The kingdom of God is at hand. Wherever you go, go and manifest heaven. This is the assignment that God has given us. Jesus Christ himself came from heaven to earth. Family, so that we can manifest heaven here. Your destiny, your purpose that God has got for you has not changed. Corona lockdown has not made God change his mind about you. Your situation, your circumstances, what you are facing, doesn't matter what you've been going through. God has not changed his mind about you. Start declaring the word of God right here where you find yourself. Don't look at your current situation, but fix your eyes upon heaven. Family, it's time to declare the word of God. Start to declare and say, I believe in the word of God. I find myself on a solid foundation. My world may be shaken, but I declare the rock that I find myself upon is higher than I, can never be shaken. A family, start to declare that God loves you. Don't doubt your sonship, the legitimacy of you being a child of the Most High God. Start to declare that God loves me as much as He loves any of His prophets, any of His apostles. Do you know what He said to Isaiah? Listen here in the Passion Translation. He said, When you pass through deep, stormy seas, you can count on me to be there with you. When you pass through raging waters, it says now it's going to a new level. Things are getting a bit more tougher. It's the second lockdown or the second wave. You will not drown. When you walk through persecutions like fiery flames, you will not be burned. The flames will not harm you, oh family, it's time to fix our eyes upon the Lord Jesus Christ and start to declare what we believe about the Word of God. Allow this Word of God to prevail over all sensed evidence, all the things that we see, and allow the Word of God, the truth, to start to dominate the facts. We're not ignoring the facts but we're saying that the truth is higher than the facts. This truth, the word became flesh and it healed them. The facts are you might have sickness in your body. The truth is by Jesus stripes you are healed. Start to declare what you believe. Oh family, we thank God for his word. You can take the Bible at any time and start to declare the word of God over yourself, over your family, whatever the scripture might be. Is it strength that you need? Declare, the Lord is my strength. 
Is it wisdom that you need? Say, Lord, thank you for the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding that rests upon Christ that's also upon me. Oh, the Lord will protect you. He'll be your shield. He'll be your protection. Even if you go into the fiery furnace, the fire is not going to burn you. If you're into the waters, it's not going to harm you. I trust that this word has encouraged you. I trust that you will go out and start to declare the word of God. Find that faith. Find that courage. And start to believe that promise. Not only believe it, but start to declare it. Like a Joseph when he found himself in the pit. He said, I know where I belong. I don't belong in the spit. I belong in the palace. Guarded his heart. Fixed his eyes upon Jesus. And at the end of his journey, when he met with his brothers, he said, you didn't do this. God was the one making my life beautiful. The things that I've gone through, the test has become a testimony. As I walk by faith, the mess has become a message to all of you. Family, go out and encourage people to fix their eyes upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.